this is Teresa, and welcome to episode 6 of Talking with T. So today I'm here on the pod by myself. I just wanted to do a quick check-in with all of you. Well, actually, if I were to be honest, um, I'm here doing a check-in by myself because I was so burnt out in the last few months um, finishing up my semester of my first year at social work school and I was so burnt out that um, after school ended in April or the end of April, I could not get myself to think about this podcast. I could not get myself to arrange um, meeting times to interview some guests I had planned for the month of May. So I'm here now just chit-chatting with you all. Um, I've been thinking a lot about what this podcast means to me and why I do what I do, you know, why I choose to do this podcast. Um, But I was thinking about how I created this podcast to kind of save myself from the depression that I knew was going to hit me um, at the end of my semester because it usually does at the finals week finals time of every semester I usually get really burnt out and sometimes if I don't catch it in time it does lead to depression Um, if I don't I guess cope well in the moment it does lead to places that are very dark and so um, at the end of 2020 I had somewhat found myself in a dark place by the end of my semester and I knew that going into the spring semester which is the start of 2021 I really wanted to avoid that and so I started this podcast because I needed something to look forward to um, that would lift my spirits and keep me motivated to keep doing what I love um, and to, I guess, prioritize my time a little better. But at the end of um, this past semester, I was finding myself almost in a similar dark place. I did have this podcast to get me through towards the very end, you know, it was a lot of work doing this podcast by myself, but I did it. And now I'm here in May and I'm so burnt out. I'm still kind of recovering from just kind of pushing it through um, this entire first half of 2021. So yeah, in the spirit of self-care and listening to my body, today's episode is going to be me rambling. Yeah, I wanted to give a quick update about what else is going on in my life right now. So I actually got the second COVID vaccine shot on Friday. And when this episode comes out, it'll be Monday, I hope. Um, (laughs) But I got it on Friday, Friday night. And I started feeling 
like baby symptoms Saturday afternoon. And this is how I coped, y'all. I'm going to be super honest for those who have not gotten it yet, who are worried about how the symptoms are going to knock you off your feet because I definitely was so worried about the symptoms. I've heard and seen so many stories on Instagram where people have are just suffering um, from like two or three days of being in bed from the um, vaccine symptoms. So I was fully prepared. Before my shot on Friday evening, I went to CVS. I got myself a bottle of Pedialyte. Shout out to my homie Anna, who I've basically went through this entire year of social work school with her. She's like been there from the start. Shout out to Anna, who suggested that I get Pedialyte to kind of, you know, if drink the whole bottle and then hopefully you won't get any symptoms. That's what happened to her. She barely got any symptoms and she also said her friends um, who did the same thing barely got any symptoms. So I was like, okay, yes, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try it out. So I got Pedialyte and I was like down in that shit before I got the vaccine and afterwards. And so, okay, I went to CVS. I got Pedialyte. I got um, coconut water because those... um, they contain a lot of electrolytes as well. I got some snacks for myself um, to bring me comfort. And this is also because I also, lucky me, happened to get my period um, the same day as the vaccine shot. So I was prepared for the absolute worst. If you know me in real life, you know that my menstrual cycle knocks me the fuck out every fucking month. Like, this is no joke. I absolutely hate being a woman (laughs) once a month. Like, it's so bad, guys. Um, But thankfully, now that I'm on birth control, it's a lot less severe. Um, My my menstrual cycle symptoms are a lot less severe. So, Um, I was only expecting to bleed, you know, for like three or four days and like having my menstrual cycle happen on the same day as my vaccine shot, I was prepared for the next three or four days that I would be knocked out in bed with cramps, with um, like a fever or whatever, whatever would hit me. But we're going to roll through with it. So Saturday comes along. I am doing fine, actually. I wake up with a sore arm. I do my morning yoga. Everything went well. Um, and then after lunch, I'm, I'm still kind of chilling. Like, nothing really hurts yet. Or, like, I'm not suffering too hard um, aside from my period cramps. And then I think after lunch... Sometimes I get that like, oh, I'm so full, I'm going to take a nap kind of vibe. (laughs) And so I ride that wave. Um, I take a few pieces of um, my edible and I knock the fuck out for like four hours. And then I, and at that point, I want to say like at the 20 hour mark, I feel kind of like sensitive um to touch or to movement like if I were to 
touch my head or to like move my shoulders, um, you kind of get that pulsing headache. So I had like a minor feeling of that. I think I had very minor um, fever, I guess, like my body was kind of hot. I wasn't feeling any chills. It was just kind of hot and I did feel a little bit uncomfortable and um, I definitely had body aches, but they weren't terrible. Um, I think they were like manageable, but part of that could have been also my period symptoms. So it was like a mixture, a little bit of body aches, a little bit of a fever, and um, a little headache. And then I went to sleep and then woke up at like eight o'clock and I was fine. I was good to go. Yeah, and then Sunday came around, Mother's Day. I was chilling. I was still in bed, like, most of the day. Just life, you know? Like, I was so burnt out, and then I had all this shit going on, so I was just in bed. But now today, we're here. It's Monday. I'm fully rested. I went to the gym today. I'm all good. And it feels great to be almost fully vaccinated because folks you are not fully vaccinated until two weeks after your second shot so it feels great to be almost fully vaccinated I'm really excited to you know just not suffer if I were to ever get COVID um, I hope it doesn't hit me as hard as it would if I wasn't vaccinated Um, So I feel very blessed and very grateful to have gotten my vaccine shot. And so yeah, here we are. It is May. In May, I wanted to honor Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And I wanted to bring on a few of my friends who are doing amazing work in the Asian American community And just highlight them, spotlight them, give them the space to talk with me about how they got to where they got to, um, how they feel about their identities, how they feel like they belong and interact with this world that we live in. But unfortunately, that will have to be postponed. (laughs) Um, The month of May also is a very important milestone for me, I could say. Um, It's been one year since I first started going to therapy, and so far, it's been incredible. I mean, I started this podcast because of therapy, because I got the courage and confidence that my voice was worthy to be heard by other people and I feel like that is one of the greatest gifts I could ever get from anything in this life to feel worthy Um, and I hadn't felt that very frequently or consistently in my life before therapy but thankfully in this last year there has been so much growth so much love and compassion for myself and for other people. Once you start healing yourself and looking inwards and understanding yourself, you really start to look at other people differently as well. You start to see their hurt and 
you know, maybe their trauma that has affected them in ways that are um, out of their control and you start to feel more empathy just for everyone in your life. Um, And it's just been a great shift of perspective for me. Um, I definitely feel so much more love um, just for everything, for my existence, for this world, this universe. So again, very blessed and very proud of myself to have made it to one year in therapy. I was reflecting on, you know, this milestone of mine uh, just yesterday and I was thinking about how when I first started going to therapy, when my therapist would um, greet me at the beginning of every um, telehealth call, she would say, hi, like, how are you doing? And then I would instantly start crying because I had so much pent up emotion inside of me that were not dealt with or not expressed in a healthy manner and I I was exploding with all of this emotion and trauma that I didn't know what to do with it. I could only cry about it Um, and it transitioned into her, you know, greeting me and saying like, hi, how are you doing? And then I would be like, I'm doing well, how are you doing? Um, And then she would just sit there and look at me like, okay, I'm, I'm doing well. How are you though? You know, because this was a therapy session for me, not for her. So I started like deflecting a little bit, which is totally fine. I feel like a lot of people do that (laughs) because it gets, it feels a little weird, um, to take up so much space sometimes. But, um, now in the recent months, I've transitioned into, going into every therapy session with so much that I want to talk about and with a definitive direction of where I want to go from here. I think I'm less um, emotional or less exploding with emotions and I'm more intentional with everything that I say and everything that I bring up in my sessions. Um, I kind of have an idea of where I want my healing to go and the speed of which I want to heal at. Um, So it's been very rewarding. I love therapy. Please, (laughs) if you're listening to me talk and ramble on this podcast, please give therapy a try. Or even if you don't want to, but you see your friend, your family, you know, kind of having a... uh, a moment, a mental health kind of crisis, please recommend therapy to them. It's so magical. I could not recommend it enough. And yeah, so I think I'm going to scrap this whole like tea fun fact thing because in all honestly, in all honesty, I don't drink tea when I'm doing this podcast. Like it's too much. Um, I just wanted a cute play on words, but we here now, <laughs> we, we're like five episodes in where I'm like, this is a fun fact about tea, but um, today I'm going to give you more of a fun fact about the month of May. So of course, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, of course, <laughs> marks my one year in therapy. And do you know what else? happens in May or what else is celebrated in May. Um, 
a lot of very interesting things that I didn't even know was a national month celebration. Um, And here it is. I'm just going to name a few. There are so many. This list is so long, but I'm just going to name a few that kind of tickled me and made me laugh a little bit. So the first one is American Cheese Month. Wonderful. Great. The next one is Correct Your Posture Month. Beautiful. Everyone needs to know that May is Correct Your Posture Month so we can all collectively correct our posture. I feel like that would really translate into our mental health, our physical health, how we feel about ourselves, how we carry ourselves. Correcting your posture is so important. Um, Here we got the National Asparagus Month. Amazing. Um, Date Your Mate Month. Not sure what that means, but that's what May is. We have National Egg Month. National Get Caught Reading Month. Why do we need to get caught reading? I mean, okay, I I guess, is it like something that people do secretly or is it, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, we're going to keep going. Um, (laughs) National Recommitment Month. That's funny. I guess at this point in the year, everyone kind of stops doing their New Year's resolution. So maybe we need, you know, a little reminder to recommit to whatever goals we set. Does that sound too positive? I don't know. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Um, There's also National Salad Month and National Strawberry Month. I don't know if this is the month to pick strawberries. I really hope it is. I'm going to look that up after because I really do want to go strawberry picking. And National Moving Month. I've seen a lot of people moving in the past few weeks. Um, Maybe there's something there there's a correlation there maybe that's when all the leases are up and then people have to move in may who knows but that's just my little fun fact of the day oh i missed one i saw this somewhere this wasn't on the list but may is also masturbation month and i love talking about sex and being sex positive so this one made me really excited um i didn't look up what that meant, like what would be celebrated, I guess, more masturbation for everyone. I'm not too sure. But um, I was also thinking, because May is Masturbation Month, I might do a podcast episode on masturbation or on being sex positive, or being sexy, or freaky in the sheets, you know. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see how I feel. For me, resting is most important right now. I do not want to think too far ahead and overwhelm myself with all these ideas and then put pressure on myself to have to do it. So we're just riding the wave right now. We're just going to go with the flow and see what happens. But that is something I am thinking about. Um, I think it also, now that we're here, now that we're talking about sex, I think it The reason why I am so open to talking about sex now, um, 
probably has to do with my experience as a sexual assault survivor and what not talking about sex has done to me, has done, done to me, I guess, yeah, done to me in a negative way. Um, Not being able to talk about sex with my family or my friends at a young age really led me to be completely in the dark about what sex is supposed to look like or what it's supposed to feel like or what consent is supposed to look like and feel like. Um, And so this is why I'm so, so with it, with being sex positive, um, definitely something we all need to talk about more. So now that I'm here, I definitely want to do an episode about it in the future. So look out for that. Yeah, now I'm just kind of going to share my personal goals and things I want to do in the month of May. This is like a little May catch-up with all of y'all, but for the month of May, this is the first month that I get to rest and relax and do the things that I love to do, like the first time in four or five months which is a long time if you think about not being able to rest. And I know people don't rest for longer periods of time. But especially for me, if I start to feel like I'm working and working and working for other people to help other people complete what they want to do, I start to feel burnt out and I start to, you know, get into a dark place. So May is all about rest. It's all about nurturing my body, my soul, my mind, um, finding a balance between doing what I love, doing what I have to do. You know, eventually I'll have to start doing some stuff I don't want to do, like look for a job. But um, yeah, so a lot about balance and um, nurturing my body. I haven't exercised in so long I went to the gym today for the first time in five months you know to really get myself um, back in the habit of taking care of my body so a lot of that um, and I really just want to spend every day reading as much as I can I have so many books that I'm reading right now One of them is All About Love by Bell Hooks. Um, I do want to share a quote that I stumbled across last night about honesty and love. Um, This is not a quote that Bell Hooks writes. Sorry, I can't speak. But it is a quote that she included in the third the beginning of the third chapter by John Wellwood. So he says, When we reveal ourselves to our partner and find that this brings healing rather than harm, we make an important discovery. That intimate relationship can provide a sanctuary from the world of facades, a sacred space where we can be ourselves as we are. This kind of unmasking, speaking our truth, sharing our inner struggles, and revealing our raw edges is sacred activity, which allows two souls to meet and touch more deeply. And so I read this, um, I think two days ago, actually, um, in preparation of filming, I'm sorry, in preparation of recording 
this uh, podcast episode for this week and I was thinking a lot about being honest and honesty, how that shows up in relationships, how that allows us to connect more deeply with other people. And so I really wanted to just sit down and be honest with all of you today, Um, give an honest update on what's going on in my life, my thoughts, my values, and putting out honest energy into the world so that we can all collectively practice honesty or encourage honesty in ourselves and in others so that we can love more deeply and connect with others more deeply because life is so short and if you live a whole life not really connecting deeply with yourself or with anyone is this life the life that you want to live I hope that makes sense some people are okay with living life on the surface but Not that it's wrong, but I don't think that we are living up to our truest potential if we don't love and allow ourselves to be loved as deeply as we can. So that's my little spiel on reading (laughs) All About Love, Bell Hooks. Um, I have so many more books that I want to read. Check out my Instagram for that list of books. Um... Speaking of Instagram, oh my god, I'm going off on so many little tangents, but we're here now, so we're rolling with it. Speaking of Instagram, I've realized that being authentic is super hard on Instagram, and it's super draining to constantly connect with people over surface level things on Instagram um it's also kind of contributed to my burnout you know spending five hours plus every day on social media where instead of that I could be in person talking with people safely of course because we're in a pandemic and I really just hated all the surface level conversations. Of course, I do feel so grateful that we do have this technology to connect with people, people who are maybe physically further away, who um, we see less often, but also I really miss being close to someone physically, being um, intimate, being in close proximity, looking into their eyes, noticing their body language. Although, of course, don't get me wrong, all of this makes me super nervous. Um, I definitely have some social anxiety I need to work through. But I, what I realized is that this pandemic has really allowed me to feel grateful for human connection, for physical touch, for deep conversations that get you thinking and make you feel loved, that allows you to express your love. And I I treasure that so much more than, you know, a few few lines here or there on Instagram where people are kind of flexing their lives instead of being honest and open about the real struggles that they're they might be facing 
which is totally understandable. People can do whatever the fuck they want on their own social media accounts. I And I say that just to say that I will probably be off Instagram for a while because, well, I will be on, I think I will be on, I'm not too sure, but I think I will be on Instagram to manage this podcast's uh bio page but bio page who says that okay but you know I'm I'll be there to post on this podcast Instagram account but other than that I think my good friends know where to find me they always check in I always talk with them through text so yeah anyone else that I feel a strong connection to I think I will bond with them in a more intimate manner over texting or what have you. So that's my ramble, my little talk about uh, social media. Moving on. Wow, we are here at the 30 minute mark. And I just have a few more things I want to let y'all know I'm doing. So I love reading, but also during quarantine, I realized that I love gaming. And I'm not like a very serious gamer. I don't play um, first person shooters. I don't do any of that. What I do play and what I'm trying to complete right now is Zelda's Link's Awakening, Pokemon Shield, Um, Stardew Valley, of course. I freaking love Stardew Valley. I also started Untitled Goose Game, which is freaking hilarious. And it's so fun. Like, it's a puzzle game. It's so fun. And I really want to get into Hollow Knight. So if you're not a gamer and you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, look all those games up, especially if you're not a gamer, if you're like a casual gamer or a beginner gamer like these games are so easy and so cute and so much depth to it well not too much depth I'm thinking more about like Stardew Valley there's so much depth to it but literally anyone can play play with me you know I have been so obsessed and in the same way that I buy a bunch of books just to collect books and I, like, don't have time to read them. I do the same with games now. And that's how you know that I love these games. So that's my little spiel. That's what I'll be doing for the month of May. I am also trying to do yoga every day. Maybe go to the gym every day. Go out to the park every day journal every day, meditate every day, drink a gallon of water every day. And that sounds like so many things that I have to do every day. So I'm a little overwhelmed saying it all out loud, but I know that these habits will help me be more aligned with who I want to be. So there it is. That's my month of May. So there's that. Hope you enjoyed this little ramble on talking with tea. I'll see you all or I'll talk to you all very soon. Bye!